You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon, it's a great time of year, fall. Obviously, you and I both mm-hmm. love because of mm-hmm. football. Yep. The weather turning a little bit is kind of fun, too. But also, you've got this whole pumpkin spice world that we're living in. It is everywhere. According to Grubhub, the five states with the most pumpkin orders are California, Oregon, Washington, Ohio, and Utah. But I am wondering about the Bowen household because I know you are no stranger to our friends at Starbucks. <laughs> I should have looked at this before the show. I didn't know you're going to start here, well, but I, I heard a stat. Prep you that this is going to happen. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I heard a stat. It was something like since they Starbucks introduced the pumpkin flavor, like it was something about like six hundred and fifty million dollars worth of just oh, that drink. I'm sure. Of just that flavor. It's ridiculous. We don't swing through Starbucks a whole lot. Maybe sometimes, sometimes. like a date night or something, yeah. we'll do it. But um, but I'll tell you what we do have is uh, Stacy likes to burn those uh, Scentsy oh, the yeah. oils, you know. And so mm-hmm. we will get yeah the pumpkin flavor. Mm-hmm. Given into the pumpkin mm-hmm. spice. Yeah, that fall feeling is something that we all love. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice sometimes helps people get there. I have friends that are obsessed with it. I don't care about it at all. A, I'm not into coffee, and B. I just don't like how hyped up and obsessive everybody is over the pumpkin yeah, spice yeah. situation. Give me your two favorite things about fall. Because I'm going to tell you what my girls, my daughter said. Um, Let's see. My two favorite things about fall are when the Gamecocks win a football game and yep. Clemson loses one. <laughs> okay, fine. You well, you're being honest. On, you're man. being honest. Okay. So uh, my two daughters, Ava and Landry, they're 10 and 12. And we, I asked them the other day too. And they said their number one thing was football. <laughs> Which was great. I'm being a great parent. Yes. And then the second thing is the clothes. The the wardrobe now that can come out and and cute jackets and boots and jeans and all that kind of stuff. So so there you go. So we I'm I'm doing something right. Yes, you are. Knowing football's number one. That's right. People are obsessed about a lot of different things in the fall. But right now, the news media is absolutely obsessed with the idea of another recession that they're saying may be on the way. How close to a recession are we? See a recession. Possible looming recession. Probability of recession. Uh, Brandon, I could play these people talking for the rest of the show because it's all the media seems to be talking about at times. (laughs) Yes. But those people that are getting close to retirement or that are already there... What does all of this recession talk really mean? It's like these passive aggressive statements, you know, and I'm not saying my wife Stacy does that, but it, you know, it's one of these things. That, so have you uh, called about that thing yet? And, you know, and just, just in passing, <laughs> right. She's just reminding me and trying to just keep putting the thought in my head. And that's, I mean, that's kind of what this media has been doing here of like recession. We're like, wait, wait what should, I better go check my balance. What are they right. talking about? You know, and you go there and it doesn't, you know, it's not matching up. And we look at these numbers from the economy and the jobs and the GDP and it's not matching up. So you've got to take a look at what you're hearing. And then of course, you know, run it through your own filter. I don't want to get political here on, on why they might be pushing a narrative or whatever. You don't even have to. We understand. We're on a conservative news talk station. We know what's up. Everybody knows that. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, nobody listening here is a dummy. I mean, that could totally happen. Right. Right. And, And so what we have to think about is, okay, if we are, because we do this show, primarily we try to focus in on those maybe within five years of retirement, or if you're already in retirement, Hmm. then a recession, a market crash, big volatile swings, that's maybe the number one thing that can wreck your retirement plan. Wow. And we have to put a plan together. We can't just go, oh yeah, the media and Democrats, the same thing, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we, we just write it off, right? But you know, that could happen. And so you've just got to make sure you've got a plan in place because we want to protect against that downside. 
We do want to protect against that downside, but here's the thing, Brandon. That's easier said than done, especially for you. You're a financial advisor. Mm. You know, you have an independent firm. You founded Bowen Financial Group so that you can inform people about their options and offer them all sorts of different solutions to their retirement, whether it's looking at taxes and social security and you know, risk versus return fees, all these different things and creating an income plan. Easy for you, not for the rest of us though, Brandon. We're concerned about market risk and we don't know really what to do. Do we go to cash? Yeah. What should we be doing? Right. So I've got some clients here. They are finishing up their working years. So they've been clients for about three years, I would say. And they've worked in, both of them, worked in the healthcare industry. Okay. okay. And so they came over and he had about, has about 600,000 in his IRAs. Okay. okay. And so we rolled those over. And what we like to do when we talk about market risk, because we still need to be in the market with a portion of our money. Mm-hmm. And so with that portion of the money, we like to use ETFs. We like- What does that stand for again? Exchange traded funds. Okay. Okay. And, that, and basically that's just, it's kind of like mutual funds, but like the next evolution of a mutual fund where we can invest in, say, the S&P 500 at a very, very low cost, a very low expense ratio. Okay. But the big thing here is that we're investing in the 500 largest companies. Okay. okay. Or the uh, small cap funds, right? You know, that's going to be usually the Russell 2000, maybe the 2000 biggest small companies. It's kind of funny, but so we like to invest broadly like that. Well, this client, he goes, remember he was in the uh, healthcare industry. And so he called me and he goes, Hey, Brandon, I want to move about $30,000 out and I want to invest in this one single company. What? Uh, I really like what they're doing and got huh. some really nice research and, and, you know, who knows, they might cure cancer. And I was like, man, oh, that okay. sounds awesome. Right. That sounds great. You know, he's in that industry, so he knows what they're doing, so he likes them. And so he pulls 30000 out and moves it over to that account. Well, that was two months ago, Kristen, and he called me the other day and he said, Brandon, get that money back in your plan because it's already down 30%. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's down to $21,000 now. And he's like, golly, I mean, I still like the company. I mean, everybody I work with over there and I believe in what they're doing, it's down 30% in two months. And I can't, I mean, I just get that money back over. I'm so sorry if I cause you any trouble and extra work. Oh my gosh. He's apologizing to you. Yeah. I mean, because I think he felt guilty because he's like wanted me to set this separate outside managed account up. And then now it's within two months. He's like, okay, cancel it and bring it all well, back in. Number, what I'm saying is, is it's your job to do what your clients want and to also give them the best advice. <clears throat> right. But if they change their mind, so be it, right? It's their money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's totally fine. And so I said, I said, you got it. We'll get that back over. And, and so again, what, what we do, what he's liking that we're doing for him is, is we're broadly investing. Okay. So yes, there's going to be some companies that do go down like that. Now, conversely, I've got to be show both sides here. There could be some companies that go up 30% in two months. Okay. Hmm. You might have that, but we believe in retirement when you're closing in on it, or if you're in retirement, let's just be more broad. Okay and not try to pick these winners because it's just really, really hard and extremely risky. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we like to, you know, look at our index funds that we choose. And it's a lot like Vanguard and iShares and BlackRock and a lot of these just ultra low cost index funds. And so we might look at different sectors, okay? Like what sectors might be positive now for the past, say, three months. And that could be the healthcare sector, right? It could be technology or 
financial sector. So we want to look and see where is the momentum in the market. Conversely, we want to see what do we want to stay out of right now? For example, one thing that we've been staying out of for a while is international. Mm. Okay. With all this tariff talk and trade negotiations with China, Brexit and all these, you know, international has been a hot mess. And so when people come in, when I can tell that if the advisors just got this thing on autopilot, when they are not paying attention is when I see all this international over here, large cap, small cap, it's just a generic spread out investment philosophy. And if they meet with them every you know year or something, what they'll do is they'll see that S&P has gone up nice and high, international's way down. Well, they'll take from the winners and give it over here to the loser. Hmm. And we don't like that because, you know, if that thing, if it's not showing any signs of getting better for now, then quit giving the losers money. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's keep riding this horse, you know, over here that just keeps winning. And, and until something, until some momentum changes and things happen, you know, then, you know, if, if we're being tactical and proactive, then that's when we can make changes. And, and, you know, we look at market cap, we look at things, you know, do we want large cap, mid cap, small cap? different sectors. So that's, that's the big thing is, is broad investing, but then being tactical and proactive. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.